Hey friends, I'm Julie Holmquist and you are listening to Kairos Moments Podcast. God's been speaking to you for a while and you know you are called to something. It's time to stop playing it safe with your faith, time to lean into your calling, and time to bring those God-given dreams to life. It's time. Let's do this together. Hey friends, we are in the middle of a series called Creating in Collaboration. This is the second episode in the series and you don't want to miss it. So if you've not listened to the first part, you can go back and listen to that. It's episode 39. It's called The Six Benefits of Collaborating in Community. These episodes are gold for the woman who is moving forward in her calling and has the potential to collaborate with others. You may have to step out in faith alone with your God-given dream, but you are never truly alone, right? You are always creating with the creator himself. God knows how important community is on this journey. He'll bring other women to lock arms with you and to carry the vision God's given you too. Sometimes they are for a season. Sometimes those women are lifelong friends. But behind every successful woman is a tribe of other women who have her back and are cheering her on. On today's episode, I'm talking to Tammy Whitehurst. Tammy is the co-director of the Christian Communicators Conference, a training conference for speakers. Tammy told me she's built her team around the premise of collaboration over competition. And when I heard that, I knew she was my people and I had to have her on the podcast. So let's welcome Tammy Whitehurst to the show. So Tammy, I am so glad that you are here with us today. Welcome to the Kairos Moments podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm telling you, I was so excited to be here that I actually shaved my legs this morning. Well, I brushed my teeth. So there you go. There you go. So I guess it's kind of interesting how God um, orchestrated this. You had just made a real simple comment on something I had posted. You're like, I like the way you think. I need to know you. I wish we could have some coffee together. So this is our virtual coffee date. But I also want to tell you too, Tammy, that it's interesting as I was doing my homework on you, I was digging around the internet, trying to find out all I could about Tammy Whitehurst. And I came across a fun fact that you wanted to be an undercover FBI agent. I did want to be an undercover FBI agent. You're exactly, and I'm thinking, where in the world was that? <laughs> so people can find anything they want to about us on the internet. Yes, I did. I actually have a criminal justice degree. Oh, okay. I, did. I mean, I was serious about that girl. Yeah. I, I have a criminal justice degree, and then I realized that I didn't want to do that, and I, and I went back and got an education degree and I taught middle school for about a little over 10 years, the public school setting. And then I was hired to do it for four more years as a as a grant style teacher. So total about 15 years in in teaching. And from there, I went to seminary and I became a speaker. But God trained me in that middle school classroom. Let me tell you. I bet he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, well, we have that in common. I grew up wondering if I wanted to, well, I knew, I thought I did anyway, wanted to be a private investigator. So we kind of have that in common, but, and that's probably why I'm good at digging up things about my speakers, right? I can find little nuances and details and all of that. Anyway, we started talking about collaboration over competition, and that is in a, that's a series that we're working on right now. 
though, Tammy, as the co-director of the Christian Communicators Conference, a conference for speakers and writers, you had told me that you built your team on the premise of collaboration over competition. Tell me a little bit more about that. What does that look like? How do you build a team on that? Well, Julie, it is something that for me, it is one of the most powerful things. And when I try to explain it to people, it takes a while for them to grasp it. I was actually asked by a Christian woman. I mean, a rock solid Christian woman. She said, Tammy, why in the world would you train your competition? You are going to train yourself right out of a job. And I looked at her and I said, you know, I just don't look at it like that. And I don't think that that's the way it works. And let me tell you, when you collaborate instead of compete with other people, you get more doors of opportunity that open up to you. And I feel or I should say, I know that if God has given us the call to be writers and speakers, he never intended for us to compete against each other. That's just how I feel about that. Right. So tell me, how did you, how do you implement that? Do you just keep telling your people, your team, it's collaboration over competition? The best example that I can use is several years ago, my husband and I went to a a Bill Gaither Southern Gospel Convention. Mm Mm-hmm. And Bill Gaither was introducing all of these new, brand new singers to his audiences. And it was working and they were, they were getting, they were, they were making it big and they were getting stages to um, give God the glory with the gift that he had given them. And I told my husband, I said, I want to be the Bill Gaither of speakers. Mm. I want to be a person who introduces speakers to audiences. I've just, I've kind of always been like that because I think that when we expand our arms out to let people inside of our circle, the circle gets bigger in our offer and our own speaking opportunities grow. When that person said to me, how in the world, why in the world would you do that? This is, this is career suicide, Tammy. It is just the opposite of that. Mm. If you actually grasp that collaboration is going to open doors. It does not close doors. In my opinion, it's not even possible for it to close a door. It's going to open many doors and the circle gets bigger. And, you know, Julie, writers and speakers, we do what 97% of the population has the biggest fear about, speaking in front of people. I mm-hmm. mean, it's what we do. And so when you can find that 3% of the population who does what you do, they understand the call to do what we do. Oh my goodness. I mean, the ideas, the collaboration that can take place when you have found your people and finding your people whenever we're not the majority of people. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's powerful. (laughs) It's powerful. You know, I think of an abundance mentality when you are collaborating. It's not like God has this finite pie And if he gives Tammy the gift of speaking, there's one less piece for him to bless someone else with. So I love that. What do you think is the number one reason why women do not collaborate more often? I think it's because when you compete, you begin to compare. Mm. And when you compare, you're going to fall into this comparison trap. And let me tell you, women, we compare way too much on everything else. Everything. Yeah. Let's don't compare ourselves to the gifts that the good Lord has given us. And 
when we do that, it can cause so it can cause us to seethe with jealousy, mm-hmm. with envy. A lot of times when I speak, most of the time when I speak, I have humor that's sprinkled in my messages. I call I call it. We can be serious. We can be silly, and we can be serious, and we get both in my talks. Mm-hmm. But I will have a woman come up to me, and she'll say this: "I'm not funny," and I will look at her and I'll say this. God didn't make you to be funny. You're supposed to be the the speaker that God made you to be. Because if they go after me, a lot of times they'll say this to the audience from from the stage. Now, how am I supposed to compete with that? And my exact thought is, you don't compete with that. You do what God has given you the gift to do. And we work together to do something really awesome. But it it does what it when we compete with each other as speakers and writers or anything. But in this field, since that what's what we're talking about is speakers and writers. When we compete with each other like that, we're ultimately going to end up alone because mm-hmm. competition has a lot of negative connotations to it. And it causes us to feel and to say and to think things that are negative about other people. That's just that that's a one way take it down to the pit. If you yeah. yeah, such a good insight because yeah, co- um, competition is lonely because you're, you you're probably kind of feeling fearful. Like I can't collaborate with them because they'll take what's mine. You nailed it. Right. That's there. good. So have you always had success with collaborating or have you had any, because in this series, we're going to talk about, I'm going to share about ways to know when it's time to collaborate, you know, red flags when you shouldn't be collaborating. Have you always had success in that area? I've always been a collaborator, even when I think back to, to many years ago before I was even a speaker. However, there have been times whenever I have worked with other women who just flat out cannot do it. I mean, they cannot even imagine collaborating because they're competing too much with me as a speaker on the stage. And when they do that, Satan's like a buzzard. He just roams around and he picks people apart one painful piece at a time Mm -hmm. until he has devoured us. And if we give in to that spirit of competition, which leads to comparison, Mm -hmm. literally picking people apart and in the process of that, Satan is picking us apart Mm. and it just doesn't work well. And competition to me, Julie, competition means you ultimately want to win. You want to beat out the competitors. And that's not what I'm about. You, you think that you have all these people who are speakers that you have to compete against them. And, and it just doesn't work that way. Now, now if I'm playing horseshoes or, or cornhole, right. right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Competition on that. The collaboration part of what I try to hammer home is that it's a happier place. Choose collaboration because it's it's, it's such a happier place to be. You don't have those feelings of jealousy and envy. And what you truly accept is the call that God put upon your life. And what you want to do is do it well. So yes. you, you figure out what is the call upon your life? What is the message that you want to speak or the or the book that you want to write? What is it that you are conveying to your audience? And you don't worry about the person who may be doing it different than you. Of course, they're doing it different than you. They are different than you. 
begin to appreciate those things, not compete with those things. I just got off the phone before we had this conversation with an event coordinator, and she said, can you recommend any other speakers to me? I love it when somebody says that to me, because I, and I recommended two other speakers that I've spoken with on on a stage. I've heard them speak. I know what their message is. See, when your circle is big, then you can recommend other people. And so there is nothing like working a conference with people that I already know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And the ministry. I love working ministry with people that I know that they are confident in their calling, Mm -hmm. that they're not sizing you up. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. And women are notorious for that, right? As you were talking, I remembered a scripture in Galatians and it's in the message and I'm going to read it. It says, make a careful exploration of who you are and the work you've been given and then sink yourself into that. Don't be impressed with yourself. Don't compare yourself with others. Each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best you can with your own life. That's Galatians 6, 4, and 5. And it's it's like once we know we're called, and once we've kind of tweaked and fine-tuned our calling, we're not going to be intimidated or feel threatened or anything like that when another woman comes along and is doing something similar, because it'll just add to the beautiful tapestry that God is creating to showcase his glory. It's not we're individual strings in that tapestry. We don't even need the spotlight on us. So have you ever found yourself, and this is vulnerable, have you ever found yourself getting caught up and competing with another woman? And how did you handle that? You know, I'm going to tell you, people have always thought I was crazy. Always. I have never, ever been a person who felt that way. Mm. And people have told me before, how can you not? I, I was always that kid who shared my toys. I was that. I've had some tough things that have happened in my life. Sure. And I have dealt with jealousy and envy and things like that before, but not, not in my career. I can look at someone and I can learn from them, but I'm not going to compete with them. I, that is just not something that's going to work for me. You know, in Acts 20, 24, it says, however, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race, complete the task the good Lord has given mm-hmm. me task of testifying to the good news. And I was, I'm, I'm always that person who says, why don't we invite them in? Why don't we see if they want to go? I'm not, and I'm not make. I'm tr- not trying to make myself look like I'm perfect because I'm far from perfect, far from it. Right. Perfection is not connection. Mm, that's good too. I'm not trying in any way to act like I'm that, but I was that little girl in school who was the most overweight child. And I was alone a lot because nobody wanted to, nobody wanted me on their baseball team, but Mm -hmm. I couldn't run to the bases. Nobody wanted to pick me for any teams in PE. So I was always chosen last. And whenever you have been the underdog, you will always yeah. help underdogs. Mm. Long time. And 
I've battled weight all my life. But in middle school, I was in seventh grade. In the summer before my seventh grade, I actually lost a lot of weight. And I went back to school as a very thin Tammy, where mm-hmm. I left sixth grade. I had left sixth grade as a very thick Tammy. And <laughs> whenever I went back as a very thin Tammy, all of a sudden, people who didn't like me liked me. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, I was elected for class officers, all that kind of thing. And that really opened my eyes to how I never wanted to look at people. I wanted to see people for who they were, the gifts the good Lord had given them, and to share underdogs, to share people, or to celebrate, to to applaud people when they did something awesome. If we can't say that we have a circle of people who applaud for us when God does great things in our life or will cheer us on when we have an opening to either speak or to write or teach, we need to find another circle because Mm -hmm. encouragement is so big. I, I just believe that God's word tells us to serve others over and over and over. I've never seen in God's word, Julie, where it says compete with others. Mm-hmm. I have seen where it says serve others. And whenever whenever I can recommend other people or if somebody calls me and they say, can you speak for me on so-and-so date? And, and I speak full-time. And so mm-hmm. I'm booked a year out. And whenever they call me and they ask me and if I'm booked that day, I love to recommend other speakers. I don't look at it as, oh, they're going to like them more than me. And then they're never going to call me back. Mm. I just don't look at it that way. And really, I do think that that does come where that comes from is being that little girl. Yeah. Last, the girl that didn't have a lot of friends when I was very big. Mm hmm. I think it comes from that place. I think that encouragement is powerful and discouragement, which goes along with competition a lot of times, because I've seen people who compete with other people in their field and they want to see them fail. Mm. I don't want to see anybody fail. I want to see every speaker and every writer knock it out of the ballpark. That makes me happy for them. You know, Julie, one of the things that I do is I have a Facebook page that is my my ministry page, not my personal page. And I share what I call guest writers instead of ghost writers, guest mm. writers. And I, what I do is if they send me 350 words or less, some kind of devotional, if they'll look on my page, they kind of see how it talks to the audience. And I love to share them with my audience, along with their websites, any contact information. I share them. Whenever we share, it is a win-win. Some people have a difficult time. And there are some people who who have come into my life who they cannot understand this kind of thing. And those kind of people who compete all the time or they just don't get this collaboration thing, they will disappear. They will leave the circle because they just can't do it. Well, I think, go ahead. I interrupted you. No, you're good. As speakers, sometimes we speak too many words. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, go ahead, Julie. I was going to say that, 
you, you know, I've, I've read and I've heard before that your purpose is born out of your pain. And that's kind of what you're talking about. You, you experienced pain as that young girl. And so that God used that in your life to form and fashion you to be that amazing collaborator with other speakers and other writers to where we all win. Like you said, it's a win-win for the woman who feels like she doesn't, she doesn't even want to enter into this arena with her God-given dream of speaking or writing or whatever it is, because she's looking at it as I can't compete with them. What would you say to that woman? I'm going to tell her to step out on two-footed faith. Mm. And what that means is, you know, when we're in control, that confessions of a control freak kind of thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that comes along with firstborns a lot of times, and I'm a firstborn. Yes, when, me too. Oh, uh, so you get what I'm saying. Yes. You know, sometimes we'll step out on one-footed faith and we'll say, okay, Jesus, I'm going to do this. I'm going to step out on faith for you. And just in case you don't come through for me, I'm going to have plan B, C, D, E, F, G in my back pocket. <laughs> and that's really that food that we've got planted back there. What God wants us to do and what I would love to tell the person who struggles with comparison and competition is jump in with two-footed faith. Just believe that the impossible is possible. And I will often look at a woman face-to-face and I will say this, so many people stop before they even get started because they they think they have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. They think they don't do it like this person or that person, then it's not going to be good enough. And I'll look at them face to face and I'll say, you know what? Cemeteries are filled with stories that were never told, books that were never written, speakers who never spoke, teachers who never taught, forgiveness that was never experienced, songs mm. that were never sung. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. Oh, and then I will look at them and I'll say this, don't die with buried treasure. Mm. What has God called you to do? Jump out on two-footed faith and trust and obey. Because I've never quite, Julie, had anybody pinpoint why I am a collaborator, why I do share. But you are right. And as many times as I've talked about this subject, nobody has ever put it like you did that, that it, it goes back to that young girl. Mm-hmm. Whenever you asked me that question, I thought, Huh, where does it come from? And I guess th- you, that just bullseyed it because that is where it comes from. It comes from a place of being alone and not having a ton of friends at that point in my life when I was a little girl. Circles and friends, people who will always tell you that Tammy will say, that woman over there looks like she is alone. That woman over there looks like she doesn't have any, doesn't have a circle. Let, let's, let's get her over here. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I do, I do that. And I'm not saying that I do it enough or that I even do it super successful, but I try to be that woman. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about that. The conference that you co-direct with Lori Boroff. We correct, we, we correct, <laughs> we, <laughs> we co-direct the Christian Communicators Conference. And that is found at christiancommunicators.com. 
And it is a small conference where big things happen. Mm -hmm. And the reason why the small conference is because we say, get ready to meet your next group of friends. In other words, if something is small, you're going to get to know people on a different level. And we limit our conference to 50 women. In that time in with 50 women, four nights, it's amazing how you're going to get to know this group of women. And all of a sudden you have lifetime friends who understand why you do what you do. They have the same call on your life, their life as you have on yours. And a lot of our speakers, they come back two, three years in a row. Mm. So our speakers and writers are first, they're just getting started. Some of them do it part-time and some of them are full-time because I'm going to tell you, Julie, the moment that we think that we don't need to learn anything else, uh, we've got to always be learners. I always try every year to go to a conference where I'm not speaking at it. I'm not teaching at it. I'm in the audience learning from it. Yeah. This year at our conference, we have... We have Mary Snyder, who's going to be speaking. We have Kelly. And I love Mary. I know Mary. <laughs> um, yes, Mary is wonderful. She was with us last year, too. We have Carol Kent, who's going to be speaking at it. And they not only speak, but they're doing one-on-ones with people. You're going to, you don't just see them on the stage. You get to know them as a person. And that is collaboration. I'm working with Carol Kent this year. She's coming to mind to speak. And we both have speakers conferences. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yes, we do. And I told her, I said, I said, now you make sure that you pitch your speakers conference at my conference. And I'll never forget. She looked at me and she said, really, Tammy? I said, absolutely, girl. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. She came to my house. Carol was at my house last year for, a, I have a speaker retreat every year at my house for some people that fly in from different parts of the United States. And we've spoken together and. She was one of the ones that I asked to come last year. And I said, girl, tell them about, speak up, tell them about. And she said, really, Tammy? I said, girl, yes. I said, all these people are speakers. A lot of them have been to my conference. Tell them about yours. That's awesome. She's coming to speak at our conference and I'm speaking at her conference. And they're Mm -hmm. both in July. There is something that happens when you find your people and you share the gift the good Lord has given you together. Tammy, I just want to end on that. That is that is like the epitome of collaboration because you both host your own conferences and you're both recommending each other's conferences. That that speaks volumes about you and it speaks volumes about Carol. Um, and I love that you keep it intimate. I just recently attended a conference. It was like 40 women. And I didn't know if I would like it because you know, the bigger conferences and all that it can, uh, you know, bring and just the, all the busyness and the hustle and all that stuff. And I absolutely loved my time there. It was amazing. And I've made, I made connections with women that I might not otherwise have done that if it was in a bigger setting, you know, I have gone to very large conferences and, and a lot of times it was one that I went to in particular. And what they told us was, make sure you have an elevator pitch. Make sure, just in case you get in that elevator, make sure that you've got business right. cards. It was, all about, it was all about promoting yourself instead of getting to know people who do what you do. And then you all promote each other. Yes. So 
small. I know when I went to the Christian Communicators Conference in 2014 as an attendee, Mm -hmm. I remember walking out one early morning and I called my mom and I said, I have found my people. She said, what do you mean? I said, mother, this is so awesome. I said, all these people understand me. They get me. We get each other. Yeah. And so in two years later, in 2016, the original people decided to sell it because the stage of their life was different. And I jumped on it. I've been as an attendee and now I co-direct it. And it's, it's for a reason because small is good. Yeah. Intimate is better. Well, Tammy, I just want to thank you for coming on the show and thank you for sharing your heart, you know, being vulnerable with some of your stories and just, I just want to cheer you on and keep tipping your coffee cup toward those other speakers. (laughs) (laughs) Can I add one more thing? Oh yeah, absolutely. If somebody says that they heard me on your podcast, I will give them $50 off of their registration fee for Christian Communicators Conference, if they would like to attend. Very generous of you. Thank you. So friends, you've heard it. Tammy's offering you $50 off and the conference is in July. What are the exact dates? It's the last week of July and we run four nights. It is at, it's in Fort Worth. So they would fly into DFW or if they're a Texas kind of person, they can drive it in. (laughs) But it is one of those conferences that's all inclusive. Your lodging, your meals, your sessions. There's a lot of one-on-one. There's headshots. There's video. It's all included in that price. Okay. So love to have you. All right. Well, thank you so much. And I look forward to talking to you. Maybe we will get to have that cup of coffee in person oh, one day. Tipping my coffee cup at you now, sis. Wasn't that so good? I just love Tammy. Anyway, I just want to remind you that she is offering $50 off of the registration fee for the Christian Communicators Conference, and that conference is being held July 27th through the 31st in Fort Worth, Texas. And all you have to do, friends, is mention that you heard about it on the Kairos Moments podcast. So for a link, just check the show notes or check the website, and I'll have a link there for you to register. See you next time.